What's up, everyone? This is Randy with Damn That's Good with Big Selena's Barbecue. Uh, coming to you for our third episode. This is our Christmas and New Year's special. Um, we got a good, fun, jam-packed episode that we're going to talk about. You know, Christmas dinner, what we kind of look forward to, kind of come up to um, let you know what people told us that they look forward to in Christmas time dinner. Um, then we'll get into our, you know, next year, 2021 um, plans and what we look forward to. And then we'll kind of do a year in reviews. So I'm going to turn it over to uh, my brother, Junior. Hey, hey, uh, so thinking of just different times, man, I mean, you can think of different times Christmas-wise of what's special and what's, uh, what means a lot, like, you know, like, again, this year with, uh, this being Eden's first Christmas is always special, but, uh, we'll see, I mean, she can't really remember anything, but, uh, for me, when it comes Christmas time, I think of food, and I don't know why that is, um, I think of tamales because I think that's when mom sits down and makes them and uh, you have all the tamale parties down there in Lubbock and, and everywhere else uh, and everybody's cooking food and I think that's the thing is is more so than food is when you bring when you have food that brings family and that brings people together that brings uh, love and laughter and that togetherness that um uh, that we miss throughout the year, and I think that's what brings it along, uh, especially this time and, and Christmas time. And I think that's it's better late than never. You know, we're, we're sending 2020 out, bringing the new year coming in. Uh, but I think this is what's uh, my biggest thing is just like I said, any memory I have of just spending time with with family uh, when we do our Christmas Eve stuff. We do our Christmas Eve. Uh, opening the presents, you know. I think there was one time where I think you got Mason a big old bear, Randy, and he was tackling it one day. So that was that's pretty special. When we tricked Victoria about getting a uh, trampoline, when we thought she thought uh, uh, Dad was getting a trampoline instead of her. Mm-hmm. So uh, any kind of those little tricks when you play on the kids is always kind of fun too. I mean, for me in general. It- just you know of course spending time with the family presents wise i mean it's not a for me it's not about what i get it's about what other people get making sure that you know our nieces and nephews are get you know almost everything they want of course you can go back when we were in plano those kind of christmases that we had when we were young were fun because you know we were young we got what we wanted you know i remember i went with mom to get you know the first gaming system that came out to give to you and I was excited because I knew I was going to get to play with it too so I mean it was kind of it was your gift but it was kind of our gift at the same time that's what you know I can remember as being you know some of the best Christmases you know when we were young absolutely absolutely those are uh just great times and great things in there uh that's a that's a real good one i think when you got a uh we got bikes one year was real good i mean because we we had some not so good great christmases but uh uh i think for the most part they did a really good job of just kind of making sure we were know we were taken care of know we were loved and, and know we got that that gift what do you i know chris uh what were you, what were some of your memories, Chris? Let's let's bring you into this conversation. Yeah, um, you know uh, our families go way back, so uh, you know I just think about like you were saying, you know these holidays. Uh, you know you start thinking about your family and friends, and 
And uh, even though I don't know if we ever shared a Christmas together, but just like the, all those times we used to hang out, man, I just remember like running around with you guys as kids. Um, and then we have family in Lubbock, too. Uh, so I know I share a lot of the same memories that you guys have with Lubbock. Uh, but one time in particular, I remember I was down uh, in the valley for uh, for Christmas, and one of my cousins and I uh, were were with my grandpa. We went over to his. He had a little uh, little corner shop, and it's actually snowed in the valley, which is very very rare. And the cousin that I was with had never seen snow before, so that uh, is a memory that always kind of sticks in my mind uh, when it comes to to the holidays. Uh, and then also, you know, with with uh, with my my uh, service industry background, you know, this is always super super busy time uh, for me, um, you know, with work and stuff. And so uh, it's 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 just one of those times where this year, because it's been so weird and not like any other year uh, because of COVID and everything, um, you know, it's really kind of uh just throwing everybody's year off but i think in those times it's like that's when you kind of remember what what this season is actually really about and that's like you said it's like love it's about people it's about friends it's about family uh and that's why i love you know being able to do the show with you guys because uh, you guys do a great job of 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 talking about that and talking about cooking with love and then you can also uh feel that you know uh with with uh, the way you guys are with each other man it's freak and it's it's just so much fun i really appreciate you guys letting me be a part of this absolutely absolutely uh yeah i mean snow on christmas wow i never and never even crossed my mind I, those are the rare occasions <laughs> like look at this year it could be 80 degrees for all we know this christmas year um <laughs> Absolutely. And then one of those staples you talk about, you know, you mentioned, you alluded to uh, New Year's as well. Um, for me, my grandma always makes buñuelos on New Year's. And that's something that, you know, is is one of those meals or one of those dishes that is super, uh, you know, it just resonates with me with that time of the year. Yeah, New Year's, I can remember when we lived in the the trailer and we'd have a big New Year's party. You know, everyone would come over, pop fireworks. We, you know, our dad would spend um, money to go buy food, and people, you know, bring you know chicken fajitas and our hamburgers and stuff, and we'd cook for everybody. And then, you know, the cleanup afterwards. Oh my goodness, was horrible because we had you know <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of fireworks popped all all over that you had to go clean up the next day. But I mean, that was certainly fun. This year is going to be totally different. You know, not being able to hardly do anything because you know everything's pretty much shut down and you can't get to and yeah trying to be safe yeah the fireworks definitely in new year's i remember those those were the great those were good times you know popping those uh i remember one i think it was more fourth of july though when this happened somebody was popping a big old thing of saturn missiles and it was a little rainy and it fell over in the direction of where everybody had their fireworks and it was we were kind of running for cover right there it was pretty uh, a pretty fun time <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty fun time i think though when we look at it from us randy what do you like i mean this year, I mean, I know we have some orders going out. It, it, that, to me, is still a good memory. Is anytime we're able to provide somebody, you know, Christmas, knowing we're a small part of their big their Christmas day. Uh, what do you think? You know, being able to cook for people, or you know, being able to this year, being able just to put out since people sauce or you know rubs, um, is something 
special in itself. I mean, this year we were, I had a couple orders that we were going to do, but then, you know, people getting sick in the family, you know, you kind of got to step back and say, you know, we can't do it just because, you know, just safety-wise, you know, we don't want to – I don't want to come down with something, you know, get someone else sick. So, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, taking the precautions just to be on the safe side, you know, even though, you know, I'm not sick, you know, but, you know, you just want to make sure – um, but I mean, you know, sauce is going out, you know, we're making sure um, we can provide some kind of assistance to them, you know, uh, whether it's just um, talking to them about, you know, how to make sure, you know, their cook is good for Christmas, whatever it is. Um, that's, you know, something different that we're going to do this year, just kind of making sure uh, they're putting out the best cook that they can. You know, Randy, one thing that I've been uh, following along with is, uh, is your goal to get your sauce in all 50 states. Um, and I think that's something that's really cool. Um, you want to kind of talk a little bit about that and, you know, where that out came yeah. about, like how, how you're, you're sharing that with everybody. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, when we picked it up, you know, my dad and uh, our nephew Mason, um, I remember getting in the truck and driving off and telling him, look, at this point, it doesn't matter if we sell one bottle or a million bottles. We're successful the moment we picked up that, uh, the original sauce. Uh, and he asked, well, why you say that and I said look this is something six years ago we didn't I didn't ever consider no one in our family ever considered it um, so you know right now we're successful because we did something you know we never thought of um, now you get you know you get into all 50 states you know that's something that you can look at and say you know what uh, at least you know 50 people in all 50 states you know wanted our stuff like our stuff um, and get hooked on it um, and the other goal was kind of hitting a thousand bottles um, sold, which we got. We're a little over a thousand right now um, in little over, you know, eight months, you know, which is really good considering, you know, the whole COVID going on. Um, unfortunately, we still got 18 states to go. But you know what? Within four months, I think we can hit it. Um, so as long as we can get there before April, I think, we'll, you know, that'd be another accomplishment that we can get. But Certainly, you know, getting into all 50 states would be uh, uh, mind-boggling and knowing, hey, you know, we we did it. Uh, something I, you know, getting trying to get into 50 states that I didn't think was going to come was getting into Canada. I had a customer order two bundles, really, kind of, uh, for him and a, and a friend up there in Alberta, I think. Um, and that, you know, is kind of especially getting into, you know, international. Um, and, you know, shipping to Canada, shipping overseas is... A pain. <laughs> I if, bet. if you don't know anything about it, you know the shipping cost is outrageous. But you know when that moment happened, that meant you know we were going worldwide. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, it's uh, we we actually uh, we got to work together for a little bit. Um, you know, at SMG, uh, our old stomping grounds, and that was during the summertime, man. And and you know how busy that place can get, man. And you were working um, in in one of the most, um, I guess, most traffic. Uh, all the all the the wind as far as the windows go, that one is the one that's really jamming the whole time because it's it's got desserts, it's got salads, yeah. apps, got all kinds of stuff. So, uh, man, I remember just going back there when things were going crazy and, and, and we were firing all cylinders. And I would always like check on you just to see how you're doing, man. And you're like, ah, it's this nothing. This is nothing. 
and it's like uh, over uh, like it's like who knows how hot it is like over a hundred something degrees and you're like ah I'm used to it it's oh, no big yeah. deal it's no big deal <laughs> and that just goes to show like uh, earlier we were talking about the resilience uh, of the Salinas family man and I, I just think that uh, through that process I definitely got to see it you know like how you were able to keep up with the pace of everything and I just wondered if if through that experience you know was, were you able to take anything from that into uh, into the barbecue world with the competitions and uh and cooks and stuff uh yeah i mean you know when i first got the you know, studio movie grill um that first really week or two was kind of overwhelming i mean because you know you're getting hit when i got in there i think the first shift was like five o'clock and you know we were getting hit back to back you know in dallas um and you know it was tough and then when we went to plano when that reopens um, you know, from the summer all the way, you know, past the new year was, you know, every day I was there every night, you know, it was busy, busy, yeah. busy, busy. So, I mean, I kind of oh, took yeah. the prepping, all the stuff that goes into it, you know, the cleanup and being able to multitask kind of goes into the catering, you know, from time to time, my brother, you know, be ask, you know, do you need help? And I, most of the time I'll tell him no, I mean, cause I'm used to it, you know, just working at studio mover girl, you know, you can put out you know, 20 different salads or, you know, desserts within five, 10 minutes, you know, oh, yeah. that alone, you know, taught me a lot. Um, but certainly, you know, having help, um, you know, goes a long way, but I mean, that taking everything from studio and Girl kind of plays, you know, itself into the catering stuff and, you know, the prepping, everything that goes into it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, I mean, all your experience standing in front of a pit for sure would uh, would help you with uh, with how hot it gets in that yeah. kitchen, man. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of different white shirts that are all dirty now. And, you know, they always ask why you always wear a white shirt because you know what? The undershirt, you know, people don't see. You don't see that. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> all right. We are going to take a quick break. Here is a clip from the Good Vibes Christmas special which premieres this Wednesday. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Uh, Jesus, Jorge, I know you're a showman, but uh, I think you went a little ham on the fog machine. Jorge, you know what, man? I think I learned a lot. You're right. I have totally learned my lesson and the real meaning behind good vibes. Jorge, hello? Are you still here? Jorge? (coughs) Wait a second. That's not fog. What's that smell? I must be starving. It smells so good. It smells like barbecue. <laughs> damn good. <laughs> You're damn right about that. <laughs> come in, Chris, come in. <laughs> Randy? Is that you? Tis I, the ghost of Christmas present. 
Santa Maria, what atrocities are you about to show me from my past? Why look into the past when there is plenty to chew on? In the here and now! <laughs> You know, um, Junior, uh, you, you keep on uh, doing a great job sending out those questions out to uh, all the listeners, man. Uh, do you guys get any feedback as far as like, let's get into a little bit of the Christmas meals, uh, what people are preparing for Christmas and what they're looking forward to? We did. Uh, that's just pulling up now. We got a little bit of feedback um, on it when it comes to like your must have Christmas just item. Just pick one thing or, or a couple things, and, and what's the must-haves for it? Um, like I said, for me, it's always it's tamales. That's just the way it is. You know, it's beef, whether it's uh, not beef, chicken or pork tamales. Um, I don't think she's ever made beef. I'm gonna have to see if she can. But uh, uh, she's making one. beef today. It's gonna be brisket tamales. Ah, nice. See. That's going to be good. Uh, I know she's made deer before. She's thrown some deer meat in there, and that's that's uh, awesome, awesome as well. Um, but we asked a question, you know, like I said, what was just your go-to item? Uh, people said mashed potatoes. We had fruit salad, banana pudding. Um, some said it's just pies in general. Uh, and then some went with the, uh, the good old-fashioned prime rib. Uh, which is which is kind of cool. I mean, I'm not your traditional thing. I mean, I know we'll mm-hmm. go to Chelsea's family for theirs, and they're going to have the typical turkey and mashed potatoes and all that. I I kind of like doing the variety of it, like we do, and mm-hmm. switching the meals up uh, from year to year, and uh, more of an untraditional Christmas dinner uh, for me. Uh, uh, what do y'all got? Yeah, I mean, for us, it was really, I think we've done, what, pizza, uh, sandwiches. Some years we just do tamales. Um, I think one year we did, like, a turkey. I mean, so ours kind of varies, um, but certainly, you know, tamales is really kind of at the top. That's kind of, you know, in a Mexican household, that's really kind of your uh, go-to. A must-have right there. Um but yeah, I think you're right, Randy. Ours it changes; it varies every year. We've done, yeah, I know we've done sandwiches with tamales one year. Um, I think that's just always been our different thing. Is we've always done just, just untraditional Christmas things. Uh, yeah, um, same same with us. Like we usually do the turkey for Thanksgiving, and then and for Christmas you change it up. So usually we do a ham. Um, but prime rib uh, has definitely been on the menu a few times. And I think that's the one that I think the most feedback I got was that, that's the number one item that I think people go to is that prime yeah. rib. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, you have y'all prepared a lot of prime rib? You guys into that? Have y'all, y'all, y'all eat a lot of prime rib? Uh, I have never eaten it or cooked it. I'm certain that's something I would like to cook, but it probably be, you know, come. January is when I'll try to cook it. You know, when everyone nice can come what over. About ham, you guys smoke a lot of hams. Eat it because 
Yeah, we I've done some ham, you know, kind of do like a like a honey baked ham, but you know, in the smoker. Oh, comes nice. out just almost just like it. That's awesome. You know, I think uh, you mentioned somebody uh, mentioned salmon. I'm I like salmon. Um, I think it's pretty cool to mix it up. I've heard uh, chicken parmesan, <laughs> which is great. I love that uh, beef Wellington. I've never had beef Wellington. Have you guys ever messed with beef Wellington? Have you had that? No. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, right? Like so, I don't know. I don't, I don't, like, it's, an thing. Yeah. Uh, it's like baked bread around uh, like a like, like a, a, stick. a tenderloin. Yeah, tenderloin. Yeah. Yeah, I had it in Vegas when I went with uh, Leslie, Jeff, and Victoria. Um, it was good. Going at, like down, at Hell's Kitchen, coming up was something different. Was it at Hell's yeah, Kitchen? Yeah, that's where we went. No way! And it was expensive. Yes, I yeah. bet. But it, what it, was it? A we cool got experience? lucky. So, Yelsey. yeah. So, I mean, when we got there Friday, we were going to try to go Friday night, um, but we end up Leslie ended up getting a table for four on Saturday, um, and going in there is just like you going like just like you would see on the show. Wow. Um, it's a cool experience. I mean, me and Jeff got the same thing, the beef Wellington with, I think, uh, lobster and then uh, a dessert, I think, sticky toffee pudding on there. And, oh, my goodness. That three-course meal was mm. delicious. And they have the best mac and cheese. Yeah. Nice. That's something that yeah. I love. I like, and that's what I think I'm going to prepare a ham, uh, some mac and cheese, and some kind of veggie, probably potatoes, too. Double up on the starches, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's right. Do you guys have any traditions for uh, New Year's? You know, I I think that um, Black Eyed Peas is one that comes up. You guys into that at all, or or, or uh, was it raisins? Is it raisins or grapes? I think it's grapes. I don't know. You don't know any of these traditions? Have you heard of any of these things? Uh, I mean, we used to do. Yeah, we used to do black eyed peas, but we hadn't done it in forever. I mean, usually we're kind of scattered. Mm. You know, like Junior and Chelsea will go do their own thing. Leslie and Jeff will do their own thing. Um, for me, it's usually I'm staying at home with my dog because, you know, they're popping fireworks out, yeah. out <laughs> here where I live. And if someone's not home with her, she'll go crazy and be beating on the door and windows. So mm-hmm. someone's got to be here with her. Right on. Yeah, I think it varies what we do. Uh, we, I don't think we've been together for a New Year's for a while, but uh, I've heard of some of those traditions. You know, the Black Eyed Peas, mm-hmm. those. Uh, 12 Grapes a- is one. Yeah, that's that's a weird one. It's 12 Grapes. <laughs> uh, 12 Grapes of Luck. It's a Spanish tradition uh, that consists of eating 12 grapes. I guess each clock bell as it strikes 12 midnight. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a new one. <laughs> so you uh, you alluded to um, some, you know, what what your goals or plans are uh, going into the next year. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yes, I mean for us right now, I'm um, working on two different rubs um, that I'm gonna try to come out with. Uh, I have an idea for a third one, um, but I hadn't really tested it out. The two that I'm coming out with right now one's like a SPG rub and then one's uh, like a pork rub that I've done before so I'm try- trying to make sure it's good I mean we're not going to put in something out that we ourselves aren't 
um, liking or don't, you know, love. Um, and then try to get into, you know, back into competition. Hopefully they all stay open this year. Um, right. And then do more kind of like pop-up events, selling, you know, barbecue on the side, trying to get that cash. But, I mean, certainly the first step that I'm going to try to get is get two more drums and then um, work on getting like a concession trailer is the next thing that I'm working on. Awesome. But And then, you know, of course, trying to double that 1,000 bottles sold from 2020 to 2000 and 2021. Nice. That's going to be the, the biggest goal right there. That's awesome, man. Big goals. Got to keep it going. Um, last week we had... Um, Ed Riley. Ed, Ed Riley. Riley. What are some of... Just what are some of the highlights we have from him? Whether we become an ambassador for them or not, doesn't matter. I mean, I'm still going to use their product regardless because, I mean, their product from all the stuff that I've tried is really the best. Um, and the combination of their charcoal, whether it's lump or briquettes that go with pecan, it produces, you know, killer barbecue. Touching base with him on how everything was made, you know, the quality that they make sure they, they, they achieve at every single bag um, was kind of the highlight of that interview for me. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was really cool, and it gives uh, a lot of great information to uh, to your listeners, man. And I, I I think that would be something that would be really cool to get you know more vendors to come in and um, you know share the products um, and and information because that all that's going to do is just help inform the listeners um, on what's out there. Um, and I think that you guys do a great job of. Uh, of sharing that info, um, you know, especially when it comes to different rubs and stuff that you guys use. And, uh, you know, this was great because it was the other side of things, you know, we're talking about fuel. And I thought that was awesome, Junior, that you, uh, you know, your your friend that came on talk about uh, backyard cooks. I thought that was really cool too because, you know, that's the thing that's awesome about what you guys do also is that it's for everybody, you know, it's for everybody who is uh, maybe a novice when it comes to um, to barbecue or even somebody who, who knows the ins and outs, man. You guys have great information, uh, but also, um, you know, it's for everybody. I think that's really cool. You appreciate barbecue, man. This is a show for you. Absolutely. And I think that's yeah. the key with him, with, especially with guys like Derek and stuff, is just seeing their passion for it and, and them wanting to learn and get better and uh, make a good product just for their families, but then wanting to do competitions. I mean, that's just further, you know, kind of shows us we're headed, we're doing something right because we're helping others get into it. And uh, the more people we have, uh, not that barbecue would ever go away, I don't think, you know, we'd ever disappear but uh, you definitely want the competition circuit to to stay energized and young and hungry and uh, because when you're out there in competition there's just something like I said being around everybody and having fun that Friday night and everybody all serious on Saturday and then everybody back to having fun when it comes to the awards yeah uh, awesome. it's, it's pretty pretty cool it's pretty fun very cool man yeah, and um, you know, Randy, uh, I know you talked a little bit about it in uh, previous episodes, but you know, for anybody who's trying to do a, a cook right now, backyard cook or whatever, getting stuff ready for the holidays, uh, what are some tips and uh, tricks to help? I mean, it's getting a little cold outside. Uh, I know you've shared some stuff to help with that. Um, you want to kind of reiterate some any of those those tips to help uh, help keep your 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 temperature up uh, during these times. 
Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is just making sure um, your wood is dry. Um, I know certainly here in Texas, it's been raining or misting a lot. Um, so making sure that wood is dry. And if it's not, um, like I said last episode, putting on top of the firebox, um, especially if it's not um, insulated, it, what it's going to do, it's going to get that wood hot and dry it out. Because, um, I mean, when you put in a wet piece of wood into a firebox, it's going to take forever for it to, to catch. And they're going to be setting, the temperature is going to be steadily dropping. So, I mean, you want to kind of get that temperature uh, to get back up if it drops. Um, you know, doing, making sure that, and then, you know, just taking your time. You know, if you're prepping, you know, prime rib or brisket, taking your time trimming it. Um, and just knowing, you know, those big pizza of meats, you know, the prime ribs, brisket, pork butts, stuff like that, um, they can take a lot of seasoning. Um, you know, if you watch YouTube or, you know, TikTok, you know, you see all these people, you know, seasoning a lot of it. People are saying, oh, it's too much. It's not. Uh, you know, when you get a pe- big piece of meat, it's really kind of, it gives you a lot of wiggle room for it to, to do it. I mean, you can under season a brisket or, you know, prime rib. But you can't really overseason it. Um, the only way you can overseason it if you put, you know, a whole bottle of, you know, black pepper on it. Then you're gonna make it, you know, spicy. You want to kind of build a crust on it. Uh, and that's really kind of the biggest thing is just you know taking your time. And you would is that something that you would actually inject, or you, that's more for uh, like poultry? Uh, I mean, you could inject it, um, but with like a prime rib, I wouldn't inject it. I would just kind of. Uh, rub it down you know with salt pepper garlic maybe like basil thyme um, or you can hit it with you know your favorite steak rub and just kind of let it sit overnight um to kind of marinate with in that seasoning um but i mean i wouldn't inject it that's something you can do with brisket or pork or something um or you know even chicken mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i hadn't seen a lot of videos of people injecting it but i mean if you want to if you got like a beef injection go you know give it a try it don't hurt. But, I mean, the biggest thing right. I would say is cook it. When you're cooking a prime rib or a steak, you want it to be rare to medium. That's kind of your what you're looking for. Anything past medium is you're losing all those juices of the meat. And a lot of people, you know, will say, oh, no, rare is, you know, that's nasty. It's not. That's where you get all your nutrients from is, you know, that blood is not, you know, blood. It's juice. It's a, all the nutrients coming out. You know, if you get a steak and you need a one sauce, you know, in my opinion, you overcooked it, or you ordered it overcooked. Yeah, for sure. What are <clears throat> give give some tips if somebody's doing a brisket here uh, and they're looking to trim it up? What's some some tips you could give them, like fat wise? I know because people look at a brisket and it's. Not that much meat, but it's a ton of fat. When it comes to the fat to meat ratio, what's trimming wise? What's what's kind of a trick you like to use? Uh, so when the first thing is when I go to select a brisket, I'm not looking to see it bend on itself. Um, a lot of people, you know, would grab a brisket and try to bend it. If it bends over, you know, that's you know what they call the perfect brisket. Me, I'm looking for the biggest flat I can find. Um, usually it's somewhere between 16 to 18 pounds um, and then trimming off all that hard fat 
um, you want to kind of get it down to about a quarter inch of fat. Um, you'll know when you hit the right fat is when you take it, put a little bit on your finger, kind of rub it together and kind of disappears. That's when you know you hit that right amount of fat on it. Um, certainly, I mean, I have a video on YouTube that you can go to find. I'm on kind of how I trim the briskets. Um, but I mean, just taking your time with it, you want to make sure you trim it down so we can get that perfect um, amount of fat and amount of seasoning on it. Because I mean, you don't want too much fat because when you have too much fat, you're going to have to cut it off. And then when you have uh, not enough fat, you don't get a, a juicy brisket as you know, as you would. And uh, also for some of those novices out there, you know, you might be able to, you know, see, uh, get a recipe and follow instructions and get a good cook on it. But then sometimes I think a step that maybe people take for granted is when you got that cooked brisket and you got to cut it now. I've seen a lot of people f that up. Or sh excuse me. <laughs> I've, seen a lot, I've seen a lot of people mess that up pretty good. So you maybe want to walk some people through some of those uh, how to how to how to cut and trim a, a brisket after after it's cooked. Yeah. So when you take it out, um, really people want to say about one ninety five to two hundred. Um, nowadays, briskets temperature wise can range anywhere from one ninety five to two ten. Um, it all depends on how hot you're cooking. If you're cooking hot and fast, you certainly want it up to 210. Um, but you can tell when you go to pick up the brisket, if it kind of wants to fold over on, on your fingers, that's when you know it's kind of done. Um, if you're going to put it, you know, in a Cambro or a cooler, leave it out on the either on the counter. You can put it in there, but leave the lid open so that way it can stop the cooking process because when you go let's say you pull off a perfect brisket you know and it's at 205 where it's going to raise another 5 to 10 degrees when it's in the the cooler or the cambro um so i mean when you go to cut it if it falls apart that's what what you did is you just put a hot brisket in a cooler and let it keep cooking um when you go to slice it you want to slice it against the grain um so if the gr the grains running north and south you want to cut it east and west um the kind of trick that i do from now every now and then is go when you trim in the brisket beginning before you even season it cut where you need to cut it um, just a little piece at the end um so maybe like an inch of it you know and that's kind of your guide of where you need to trim it um but you can normally tell when you pull the brisket out of you know the butcher paper for whatever it is where that grain's running you just cut against it just like you would a steak you know if you cut it with the grain you're gonna get a tough piece of meat just like you would a steak so if you're eating a steak and it's chewy that's what they did that you cut it wrong right certainly cut it against the grain um, and then when you get to the point when you see the two pieces of muscles turn it and then cut it the other way do, do you ever separate the uh, you know the like the moist and the lean yeah i like to do it Whenever you go to slicing it, when you get to that point where you can see the two muscles kind of show itself, then I'll stop and go ahead and slice that between the fat and then go ahead and just keep cutting it on the flat and then turn the point and go ahead and do it. And That's you can awesome. get more slices that way. Um, but certainly, so I see some people, you know, separating it beforehand. Mm -hmm. uh, my opinion when you separate it you know you, before you cook it you're not going to get the most juices out of it 
Right. And if you're going to do that, then I would inject it. And there's nothing wrong with injecting, in my opinion. I do it from time to time. Yeah. So if we're looking at the new year, the new year coming up, I know you've talked about competitions. Um, you've talked about, and some of the competitions I know have led to you then putting your sauce in a store in that particular area. What's Big Salinas' goal for the new year? I mean, just in general, like what's what's our goal? What are we looking forward to? I know you said you want to double the sales. Of course, you know we want to put more change in our pocket and all that other fun stuff. But uh, what's the goal, competition-wise? I mean, what are we looking to do? Are we looking to go back to, to nationals again, or, or what are we doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would like to go back to Meridian in the, in the national championship barbecue cook-off. Um, certainly, just doing. A competition and just showing up and just showing the best products that we can. Um, I would love to get a re- reserve grand champion or a grand championship. Really, is just kind of going to a cook-off or being invited to, you know, one of those big ones. Um, you know, I would love to cook the American Royal, but for us to do something like that, you know, we're gonna have to put a lot of change in our pocket to go out there to to travel out there to do it. Um, but, I mean, that'd be something interesting, something cool to do, um, just to say, you know, we've done it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's something I would love to do. But, I mean, ultimately, it's just going out there, just having fun and creating memories, um, you know, with the family, meeting new people. Yeah, building re- those relationships, it, yeah. you know, that's part of the process you were talking about, Junior, is, you know, the what happens before, during, and after the competition. Um, you know, I think that you guys have great personalities. I can see you guys building all kinds of relationships all over uh, the circuit, man. Yeah. Like, I've been, uh, since we come out with the sauce in April, um, kind of in June, um, right when IPCA kind of shut down, really, um, I've been lucky enough to kind of have um, a lot of people on Facebook, you know, comp- you know, competitor-wise, to try it. Um, and they've gone around, you know, different competitions they've done, and you know, been telling people about our sauce. I mean, they've kind of helped build our brand without even me asking. They, you know, because they see how willing we are to help them, or you know, they they love the product and they want to share it with the world. Um, so I mean, having them build our brand and you know helping us, helping us get into more stores and get more sales is you know amazing. Um, you know, like having uh, Kevin and Laura Caldwell with Holy Smoke Spice Company, um, you know, be really kind of our biggest supporters and uh, you know they helped us get into several stores. You know, a whole bunch of different competitors now trying it. Um, you know, James Ledbetter as another one, Brothers Keepers uh, Barbecue um, has been another big, you know, support. Um, and we just look forward to having them in, you know, 2021 and seeing what all we can do together and you know, see how many wins we can put under the Big Salinas brand belt. Absolutely. Because a win for them is definitely a win for, uh, for us. I think one thing Derek said last week that I'm just kind of reiterate here is he, his biggest thing, I know he's told me physically, is, is to try it twice. Try it once, you know, you might not get it. Just try the sauce twice. Give it give it two shots. If it's not for you, then hey, we understand. And that's feedback we want to know too. 
Uh, people just think, hey, you know, they just want to hear the good stuff, not the bad. Uh, and that's further from the truth. I think the thing that's going to make us better, if it's not good, maybe we this or that or whatever, is to let us know what you think one way or the other. Um, and I think that's going to help us have a better product overall out there. So far, all the feedback has really just been outstanding. I'm looking at some of it now, and it's just... Uh, it, it really is the, the feedback has been really good as far as the sauce uh, is going um, and then these new rubs I'm sure is only going to help take it to a uh, to another level yeah and like I said before we're not going to put out, out a product that we're not satisfied with I mean with the sauce if it's not up to our you know my standards or you know our standards for uh, put our name on it um, you see a lot of businesses, a lot of um, people in the barbecue industry that just put out sauces or rubs because, you know, someone's asking for it and it's kind of all the same um, sometimes. Um, or maybe the labels are all the same. You know, you don't want to have all the same product or just put out a product because, you know, you're trying to make a buck. Um, we want to make sure that we love it, we use it, whether it's catering, backyard use competition wise we want to make sure we like it before we even you know go to sell it um and you know our biggest really kind of youtube thing has been the barbecue uh, sauce bottling process i've had a lot of people ask me on instagram or facebook you know what's what kind of process is it so i put out that video and you know i get out tons of feedback you know thank you for putting that out because you know not a lot of people open to telling the process with it because they're kind of afraid of um, getting the competition and me you know like I tell them you know I don't mind competition you know I'm not uh, yeah you know we want to make it but but we're out there to build an empire and take everybody with us um, you know I want to build a brand yeah but I want to make sure we have you know all these different rubs coming growing with us all these different sauce companies growing with us um, so, I mean, if I can help someone, you know, achieve their dream too, you know, that's what, at the end of the day, that's what makes it special. Um, you know, and if you got, people got questions, you know, uh, how to bottle a rub or how to bottle a sauce, you know, just let us know. We'll point you in the right direction. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things uh, different from us that is all these other companies is, Maybe you have a product as well uh, and want us to try it. We will be more than happy to try it. Um, it gives us a chance to eat. So <laughs> um, that's what we're, you know, kind of about. We like to eat. That's why we're big Salinas Barbecue. Uh, so if, if we have to try your product, hey, you never know. It might be a match made in heaven. Uh, so don't hesitate to reach out to us on any of the, on the big com or on the social sites. Uh, and just let us know, hey, I've got a product, or hey, try this, or maybe you have a recipe that you want us to try, uh, and, and put the sauce on it. That you're a little too scared to try it, uh, but we'll put it on the, give, shoot the recipe over. Uh, Rand, that's one thing about Randy and us, we're always looking to try new things, and then maybe we'll try your recipe out, put our sauce on it, and, and see what we have from there. I mean, because... I, I just going back here looking at all these pictures of people that have put sauce on just various things and uh like you said we've had it on chicken nuggets we've had it on uh meatloaf we've had it on of course chicken brisket all yours 
your pork products uh, from there. Uh, I mean, you name the product, I think people put it on. Um, and we always say, and, and Randy always says it best, uh, we have the best uh, customers out there. We, we get great guests. We get great reviews uh, on there. So keep them coming, especially in the new year, because uh, we're looking to do big things uh, in 2021. Absolutely, guys. Um, he brings up great points. Please uh, be a part of the show, man. Uh, help us shape the show. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Um, and then also make sure you check out uh, Randy's YouTube like you talked about. Uh, there's a lot of great uh, instructional videos, uh, a lot of cool cooks on there. Um, you want to share where people can find Yeah, it? it's YouTube. Uh, just uh, search Big Selena's Barbecue and it'll pop up. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, Big Selena's Barbecue. Um, we're on TikTok as well, but I don't really kind of post as much on TikTok. But all the other ones we do kind of we do post. Um, so hit us up on any any of that. Um, and like we, you know, Chris said, you got, and Junior said, if you got any products or anything you want us to review or talk about, if you got a recipe you want to show share with everybody, um, let us know. If you got a recipe, you know, using our sauce or using a rub, uh, send that to us, um, and we'll put it up on our on the website so people. Up, can you know give it a try as well awesome awesome i think let's well there's not too many question and answers we've kind of done a whole big old qa uh this one i'm looking at some of the recipes that people have put out here uh for the deviled eggs uh that's on our website if you want to look at those uh and stuff out of the products i mean what are some of your favorite products? If you're going to recommend other stuff to people, Randy, what would you recommend? If someone's looking to just kind of get started in it and say, hey, I want to I want to get better at a backyard cook, uh, cooking and smoking and all that, what would you recommend uh, for them? Uh, Seasoning-wise, I would say uh, either Holy Smoked Spice Company um, another good one is Amp Products. You can find them on Instagram. Uh, just search Amp underscore Products, and he'll get that out to you. Holy Smoked, you can just holysmoked.com. Uh, um, if you're looking, you know, uh, knife-wise, Gunter Wilhelm has a good, good sharp knife. Um, you know, depending on what you're wanting to cook on, whether it's, you know, pellet smoker or um, offset whatever it is find something that's in your price range and that you I'm um, gonna cook on I mean, a lot of people will just go you know just give me something cheap um, with something you're gonna cook on a lot I would go more um, spend the extra money for it um, don't buy something you know you're just if you're just gonna cook chicken breast because you may want to cook a brisket or two on there um, so do the bigger models on it just to kind of have that capability of it let's see and then of course uh when it comes to your charcoal we always recommend uh the bb charcoal uh right there uh and then the certain there are certain starters i mean you don't you don't use lighter fluid what do you use to kind of get your fire going uh i'll use tumbleweeds um or like starter cubes um i don't recommend lighter fluid uh just because 
it's going to leave kind of like an orange juice type taste in the meat if you use too much of it. Um, but like Derek said on the last one, just making sure it gets, you know, white hot if you're going to use lighter fluid. Um, but I would recommend either tumbleweeds um, or starter cubes. You can buy them at any store that sells charcoal or, or wood. Um, you know, like Ace or Royal Oak has some good tumbleweeds. Um, you, you know, you can get them at Walmart, uh, Academy, uh, Charge 380. Like I said, anywhere that has uh, sells charcoal will have some kind of starter cubes or tumbleweeds that you can use. Chicken-wise, like, you recommend, like, if, if somebody's going to say, hey, I want to cook a whole chicken or I want to cook uh, a brisket, um, any certain ways, uh, maybe chicken-wise they need to prepare it or set it in their their smoker or their newly bought smoker or whatever, uh, just to kind of, that way they know they're setting themselves up for success. Uh, with the chicken, I would rec- recommend either spatch cocking it or um you know, I, I like to cut them up into halves just because that way they cook a lot faster when you just put a whole chicken on the smoker it's gonna take take a lot longer um versus having it on like spatchcock or chicken halves it's gonna cook faster and it's gonna cook evenly um with a brisket if you're just getting into it cook low and slow first um, and don't be worried about the time. Um, you know, if you need to have a dinner, you know, if you're having dinner at five, um, then give yourself, you know, really kind of 16 to 18 hours um, for it to cook and rest. Um, and the longer you rest it, the more juice is going to absorb back up into the meat. But like I said, don't worry about the, to- the time. Just the breast is going to be done when it's done. Um, if people have to wait, you just got to tell them, hey, you can't rush perfection. You just going to have to, you know, wait. That is true. Brisket cannot be rushed. Don't think you're going to cook it in a couple of hours. Uh, that's for sure. You're going to get people sick if you try to do that. Uh, so take your time on what you're cooking. And, and again, cook with love. Cook with joyness and happiness. And uh, don't be afraid to, to ask questions when you're cooking. Uh, ask questions to us Ask questions to whatever Randy's usually quick at responding to things So if you have a question Maybe it's on the fly question uh, Don't don't hesitate to ask Because we're here to help any way we can We may not be able to answer right then and there But uh, we can certainly answer it for the next time uh, That way you're the next one You'll be that much better And better off here So see, I think we had a Contest we needed to judge. All right, all right. So we got a winner in our contest, Randy. What? Who's our winner, and what did they win? So I said Ryan Brenner is the winner. Mm-hmm. Cooked some amazing looking hips. Yeah, those are. Oof, those look nice. Those are good. One um, bottle of our noble rub. Our spicy and our original sauce. So I'll contact him to get that shipped out to him this week. And then I know we're currently working on a giveaway for, you know, 2021. Kind of putting stuff together. Of course, I'll have all of our products, some merchandise, different rubs. We prefer that we're going to uh, buy and give to people, give to a winner. We may throw in a brisket um, and just have it shipped from company to them. Um, but you'll just have to stay tuned for that one. 
like I said, we're still putting everything together because we want it to be a you know a big giveaway and have a you know big turnout for it. All right. So next week uh, on the show, we will be sharing some of the some of those best dishes. Uh, we're still going to be the question is still asked is let us know what those best dishes were let us know how it came out hey i cooked this or i cooked that we we want to know what it is uh on there we have a contest that's coming up uh so you're definitely going to want to tune in and check that out to see what's going in there as we we get that all set up and everything going but uh like i said those best dishes i'm going to let you know how the tamales came out of course uh and then we will let I want to know how all these other people uh, are great listeners or great fans. How what what did you eat? Uh, we want to hear the stories. Did you get? Did Santa bring you what you needed to bring? So hopefully everybody that you know is is safe and, and secure there. Um, I think the contest, like I said, Randy said the bunch on the contest. We we're still working at all the details, so we'll we'll have more to do on that. Uh, it'll definitely be to kick off our New Year's show uh, on that as we kick off. We send 2020 out, and let's bring 2021 in. Um, certainly has to be better, right? It can't be. Can it be worse? I'd hope not. I guess it could, but let's hope not. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and it's and it's across uh, you know the landscape. Uh, you know, on other shows, I get to talk to a lot of people in the music industry uh, that own you know venues uh, in Deep Ellum, um, and you know it's it's really affected every industry, service industry. Um, so yeah, man, uh, and it's just it's all about like you like being like 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 a big Salinas man and being resilient. And um, when things come your way, man, you guys um, always answer the call keep moving forward man and, and and good things will come and then honestly just staying you know humble uh, i'm looking for the good and everything i mean yeah this year has been hard times for everyone including us but uh, you gotta find something that you love and enjoy and just do it whether it's cooking or you know whether it's barbecue or just cooking in the oven um you know going outside for a walk whatever it is whatever you enjoy doing uh, just do it 2020 has been bad, but, you know, you got to remember 2021 is going to be a different year. So, you know, let's just make it a good year. I mean, when we all come together, it doesn't matter, you know, what religion, what, you know, race, what political party you're affiliated with. When we all come together, this country, you know, it's honestly better. Support your small businesses because, you know, a lot of small businesses, restaurants, you know, are closing or, you know, on that verge of closing. So going and, you know, spending five, ten bucks goes a long way. You may not think it does, but it does. Every, you know, product they sell is something, you know, they can be able to pay, you know, part of the rent and maybe to pay, you know, someone's salary, um, you know, electric bill, whatever it is, they can pay it and stay in business for another month or two. Um, so just go out and support them. And of course, you know, 2021, we'll get into more, you know, rubs, bring in some small businesses, you know, along the way. They kind of talk to them about, you know, how 2020 was, what their plans for 21 is. We just kind of look forward to it. And, of course, I just want to say thank you uh, to everyone who you know, supported us this year. Y'all made 2020 special for us. When it comes to sauce, it don't matter whether we sell one bottle or a million bottles. We're, you know, we're successful because we did something we never thought of. 
uh, you know, selling a thousand bottles and mind-boggling, you know, that all those people would, you know, try our sauce, enjoy it, get hooked on it, and keep spreading the word of Big Selena's barbecue sauce, whether it's the, you like the original or the spicy. So thank you, you know, to all of them, you know, all the competition cooks, you know, have used it. Thank you, Chris, for, you know, hopping on this show and letting us do it. You, you know, we, you touched base, you know, we grew up, all three of us together. I mean, you know, us three, Dave and Vanessa are really kind of brothers and sisters. Um, you know, I remember a studio mover grill, you know, when someone asked, hey, are y'all brothers? Could y'all look alike? And you know, <laughs> that says, no, but you know, we're brothers from different mothers, basically. You know, we grew up with, we are brothers in that yeah, kind of sure. sense. Heck yeah, man. I like what you said, man. I'm, I'm always about the silver linings and um, there's definitely a lot of silver linings for this year. Um, and thank you again for, for listening, guys. And um, we'll see you um, next year. Yep. Down the road. Damn good. Ha, 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 ha.